Welcome to JB Podcasts, where I share experiences, observations, and lessons that can be applied in the workplace or in life. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All in the Family. And today I am with my husband, Phil. And I'm excited because we actually got the idea of this episode when we were filming the first one. And we are going to be talking about lessons from grandma. Yes. So I'm really excited. I know that our grandmas are no longer with us, but just having the time to remember the good memories and talk about them, um, it's going to be really fun. So let's jump right in. I'll start off and I'll describe my grandmas. So on my mom's side, I have two grandmas, Lola, Lydia, Mm -hmm. and she lived in the Philippines, but my grandparents would come every so often and they'd stay for like three months at a time. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun memories to have her with us. And also on my mom's side, I have Nanai Pasing. We would just call her Nai, which, believe it or not, is actually short for mother in Filipino. Mm-hmm. So quick sidebar, we totally have different names for people. So we actually call my grandmother mom, and then cousins or any relative or neighbors who are older than you, you would call auntie or uncle. So it was just one big family reunion, any <laughs> gathering that we had. And then my dad's mom is Grandma Nelia, Mm -hmm. and she lived by us in San Francisco with a lot of my aunts and uncles. So it's a little bit about my grandmas. I'll get into more when we uh, get into some questioning. But what about your grandmas, Phil? So my uh, grandmothers, both just wonderful people. Let me start out by saying that. Just really enjoyed time with both of them. Dad's mother... You'll hear me refer to her as grandmom, so that's who we're talking about. Grandmom, yeah. And my mom's mother, we refer to her as Nana. So just so you understand who I'm speaking about as we move forward. I like that. Yeah, and they uh, both sets of grandparents lived in Pennsylvania. I had the opportunity to actually have our my dad's grandparents move in with us. They moved to Connecticut. I say probably within a year after we moved there. I okay. might might be off a little on the time there. Sure. So I really had a great opportunity to uh, spend a, a lot of time with them. But being that my mom's parents were in Allentown. Pennsylvania. They weren't too far away, so we did get to spend time with them. I actually lived with my grandmother for a summer okay. uh, with, with uh, my brother and my mother. So a lot, a lot of opportunity to uh, to be around them and had really good experiences in the process. So, yes. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more. Mm. So to kick off some questioning lessons from grandma, did any of your grandmas have any nicknames for you? I don't remember my Nana having any in particular for me i clearly remember my grandmom she would call me philly cheroot philly cheroot (laughs) philly cheroot yep it's one of those things where you just as far back as i can remember she called me that i i couldn't tell you exactly where you know when it started it just seems like it was it was always that way and when i got older i believe i my dad and i were talking one day i think it was him who told me that there's a, I guess, a billboard that was off, you know, um, to the uh, side of the highway. And Philly Cheroot was actually a cigar company. <laughs> and that was the advertisement. You know, they 
had it up there, and I guess I I think that's where she picked it up oh, from. Wow. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I never talked to my grandmother to confirm that story, but I think my nickname came from the Philly Cheroot uh, Cigar Company. So yeah, so that's that's my nickname. That's funny. Well, now grandma. sometimes people call you Philly. Yep. Well, and Philly that's the Phil. other thing. Well, I'm born in I was born in Philadelphia, so yes. uh, you know I maybe she kind of was you yeah. know it was a play on combination. Both. Possibly, but yeah, my yeah, my mother calls me Philly, so I don't know. If she picked up on my grandmother calling me Philly Sharut. I I have no we'll idea. have to ask her. Yeah, we'll have to confirm that. But that's for another episode. Hopefully, I guess. we'll have her on a future episode. Yes, yes, all the family. All right, for me, it wasn't necessarily a nickname, but my grandmother's had an accent, a Filipino <laughs> accent. So instead of Jasmine, it was Jasmine, <laughs> like really drawn out, like Jasmine. So that was it. Share a funny memory that you've had. Funny memory. For Nana, it was her walking around the house and singing commercials. The Double Mint commercial. <laughs> uh, Double Mint gum, for one. That was one of many. She would kind of go between singing and humming, sort of go back and forth. And sometimes she'd add in, like, you know, the that commercial, that particular one, you know, it would say the... Single most favorite double in the world is double good, double something, double mint gum, whatever. And she'd throw in like five extra double mint. She'd just keep saying it like, like a record skipping. Like she I think stuck. I picked that up from your grandma. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're, it's very similar. I tend to add words I have flashbacks to my childhood when, I, when you're walking around singing. Yeah. And then my grandmother being around, I was around my grandma much yeah. more. So... There's like a, a ton of funny things that I remember. <laughs> you share a few or but, a couple. Uh, well, I think one in particular was my brother and I, we loved to go. My grandparents lived in a in an in-law apartment that was built on the back of our house. Okay. And so we would go in and we loved to hang out with them. We'd pick at just as quickly as going over to a friend's house. I mean, that's mm. how, how our relationship mm. was with them. But often what my brother and I and my grandmother were doing was maybe a little different than what my grandfather's agenda was for that evening. Like when he was, this particular time, he was watching baseball. And, you know, there was a small place, you know, relatively small, especially since we would get laughing and be noisy. And so we were kind of doing our usual thing. My brother and I used to love to make my grandmother laugh. <laughs> she loved to laugh. So that was a great combination. And we were being silly, doing whatever we were doing. And my grandfather couldn't hear the baseball game and he took Uh-oh. baseball pretty seriously he was he was actually a, he was a very good baseball player yeah anyway so he's trying to listen to the game and we would you know we're being too loud and so he'd kind of get up and you know per, kind of walk purposefully over to the knob in the volume and turn it up, you know, to like make sure that we all knew like why he was getting up, you know, and hopefully we'd. So I think maybe, I don't know if the, if it was during a commercial break, he stepped out of the room. So my brother and I, and we never told my grandfather this, and, and I don't think um, it would have gone over well if we did, but we started acting like my grandfather and marching over to the TV and acting like we were turning up the volume real loud. <laughs> and my grandmother, she just couldn't handle she was She was laughing hysterically. And my grandfather comes back in the room and, you know, he kind of was wondering what was going on. But it was one of those things where we were sort of protected because my grandmother was in it with yes, us. Yes, that's so, fun. Uh, 
Yeah, we had we had a lot of uh, all of my memories is the funny memories with grandma. They revolve around us doing something silly and trying to make her laugh. And there's many more stories I could tell, but that's that's one that really sticks out in my mind. That's a fun one. Now, I'm not sure if you were planning on sharing it, but would you mind talking about the time when you got a pretzel? Oh yeah, that was a good one from a cart. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I believe we were. I think it was filled out. I was. Very, I was really young. I was probably. I might have been like five or six years old. It was a cold day. I believe we were in Philadelphia. I think we were visiting. You know, we were doing the Liberty Bell and you know the the whole thing, and. We got uh, there soft pretzels. You know that's that's for those who don't Love know soft pretzels. That's a that's a big thing in Philly. That's where you, you know, go to get like real deal soft pretzels, right? So we went to a cart again. It was it was a cold day, and we got these soft pretzels, and we we're getting ready to you know dig into them. My uh, grandmother asked the guy, "Okay, so how much is it?" And he 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 took his 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 hand and went and dragged it across because he had snot like that. Was, oh my goodness. And when my grandmother saw that he wiped snot on his hand, she's like, Oh, Oh no. Oh no. Nope. She gave back the pretzels and we, we had no pretzels that day. My, my but my grandmother was not going to have us eating, um, snotty germy pretzels. So, so that's a, that's another, it's, that's, when I talk about that one, it makes me think of other things that I think about with my grandmother is that she just, she didn't, she no, didn't take any, yeah, she didn't take any, any mess yes. from anybody. And if you were on the wrong side of grandmother, you, you, you knew it. Yes. Yes. That was funny. I love that story. I'll share um, one funny memory from my nye. And that was, she came back from a trip from Oregon <laughs> and I asked her what she did. And she said she went on the shuttle. And I was just so intrigued by this because it's like off of everything you could have done, you're telling me about a shuttle ride. <laughs> so I said to her, what did you do on the shuttle? She said, we walked around and went to restaurants. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I said, how big is the shuttle? And she said, it's about as big as San Francisco. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And at this point, my mind is blown. She was even telling me there was a restaurant high in the sky. And then out of the other room, I hear my older sister say, she's talking about Seattle, Jasmine. <laughs> and me and my night just bust up laughing. So shuttle, Seattle. So even up until the later years, we would just joke like, hey, I remember Seattle. <laughs> so lost in translation. So the, the Filipino accent. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then me being me in my imagination, I was just picturing this gargantuan shuttle bus. <laughs> like you, you would think I would have heard about it, but no, I kind of just rolled with yeah. it. So I, I can't completely blame it on her accent. <laughs> All right. Share a lesson that you've learned from your grandmas? I would say, I don't know, there, there's, there's many things just by observing how they, you know, how they live day to day. There, there are things that I do today that I know are directly inf influenced by them. I'd say one thing that I, if I was going to, if I was going to pick one, perhaps the way that they took care of people, you know, my father, he's he's an only child. 
you know, so they certainly they poured all of their, you know, their wisdom, their sure. uh, knowledge, their energy into raising him and, you know, teaching him to just, you know, be a decent person and, you know, and to, and to really strive to achieve. But they were kind to others as well. Yes. You know, they, it, they were people who were just kind to everyone that they met, both my, my dad's parents. But my, my mom's parents are the same way. It was different for them. My, my mom, one of four. And so, you know, obviously a different dynamic in that household with, hmm. with more kids. But they were all the, they were the same way, both, uh, if, if, you know, zeroing and just on my grandmothers, they just, they took good care of their family. They were caring, they were caring to, you know, to the neighbors next door. They yes. were caring to people in the neighborhood. Um, and that's how both of them were. And that's something that I uh, strive to do is to just, just be good to people, take care of your family, do your best to, you know, to make people feel welcome when they come into your home and, and treat people like family, even, yes. you know, that that's uh, something there's a, there's a number of people that I have met along the way through what, what's almost 50 years of my life coming up very soon, hard to believe, <laughs> but I, I, I believe that uh, that's something that I really do try to do is just be good to people, be kind to people. And, you know, as, as much as possible to uh, get along with people, yes. you know, and uh, that's something that I have seen demonstrated in both of them. And, and it, it's, I, I think you just get much more out of life if you do your best to be kind to people and to, to have good interactions with them, even even people who that might be more difficult to mm. do that with. Mm. And I, I that's something that I observe both of my grandmothers doing. So that's that's I guess that's a lesson I could say I take away. That's one of again, one of many. Yes. Very it's important. Powerful. I definitely see that when even when we host and we do a, events. Yeah. I feel like some of our upbringing and what we've been exposed to in our grandmas, because one of the lessons I thought about was resourcefulness. So one of the examples mm -hmm. I thought about was food, because my Nai could cook a, a chicken dish, say chicken adobo, which is a Filipino stew, and say I, we were kind of tired of eating that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we'd want another chicken da dish. And all of a sudden, it was like created from like the chicken adobo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she had a way of just not wasting, but also wanting to, you know, wanting to please, like yeah. if it's something that we wanted and something that she could do yeah. and living through World War II, just right. some of the trials that she went through and really all my grandmas um, immigrating from the Philippines and bringing their family. My dad is one out mm -hmm. of nine mm -hmm. of his brothers and sisters, but just hearing some of the stories of what they've survived yeah. and how the times have changed, but yet still having that mindset yeah. to not waste. And that's something that I try to do. Maybe some things are extreme. I know uh, <laughs> <laughs> we chuckle. Sometimes I'll like turn down the thermostat yeah. being winter here in the East Coast. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's okay. It's when, it, when it's already at a relatively <laughs> low setting. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's okay. It's more of a, a modern system. Like the two <laughs> degrees actually don't really matter that much, but I would have to definitely attribute that to, to, to my grandmas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and my nigh living with us, yeah. being able to see that in, in just the way that we lived our lives, something from clothes to cooking. I mean, just our everyday living yeah. and, and having that work ethic too. I yeah. mean, my nigh was 
always moving, yeah. always working. And sometimes I was like the stereotypical child who didn't want to do something. I'm like, but <laughs> Nye likes to wash dishes. <laughs> like, no, Nye's just always moving. <laughs> so that's something that I remember and that I've taken away for sure. Awesome. What is something that you do today that you learn from your grandmas? Well, I'd say I, I, I started to touch on that already, but one big thing is when we host people in our home. I grew up watching uh, b- both grandmothers always prepare enough food as if, like, is there another family coming that I'm not <laughs> aware of? I remember for uh, New Year's, Eve, I believe it was for for a while. We would have people over, and we would she'd prepare. I mean, the amount of food was just astounding. Mm-hmm. Not just not just the quantity, but the variety of dishes. And the reason that she would do that is because she knew that there'd be people who were coming that maybe they didn't like beef, so she would have pork also, and and but then she'd also have chicken. Like mm. she wanted everybody to really be happy, you know, to have something that they really enjoyed. She had a couple of her brothers, my great uncles, were not supposed to have sugar, mm. have much at all, and that's a whole other story. We could we could do a whole episode on on, on that. But she would make sugar free, wow. um, everything, you know, whatever she made that had sugar in it. That was sweet tea. That was lemonade. She would use like real lemon and you know and put sugar in it. But she had versions of those for them. Wow, that's and then amazing. whatever she the pies and the cakes that she would do, she'd have one version that that had sugar and one version that didn't. Wow. Now getting them to eat those or to <laughs> drink those was a whole other story. But it was in the same thing with Nana. They when they put on a spread, it's like they just I I know it really gave them joy to do that for their family for their friends and. I am no I feel like I'm no different. I really feel like I picked that up from observing that with them and then even, you know, w- with my parents. My dad, he probably could have been a chef. Mm. I mean, um, yes, I don't I've know. Tried I, his cooking. Yeah, I don't know if he would have enjoyed it as much if if he did, and you know, it's probably and more enjoyable as a pastime for him. Yes. And then my my mother, well, you know, when we have um, different events, she prepares all these different dips and what yes. have you. And like we spend, we almost get more full on that. <laughs> like when we go over to my brother's. My for, favorite part. Yeah, when we go go to my brother's for uh, Thanksgiving, I end up getting more full on the dips and the stuff that she's prepared before we ever get to the <laughs> you know the real uh, dinner. So, but yeah, that's something that it really started with that generation for me with grandmothers seeing them put on a spread and just finding out ahead of time like what people like and that's something that the both of us yeah. uh, I know that like really gives us joy to do that for yes. people when they yes. when they come here try to really put a lot of love into what we prepare for yes. people and you want it to be like just right and that I can definitely say pick that up from both grandmothers from observing them from being around them yes. definitely I agree. I agree. And just to piggyback off of that, I think for me, it's, it's being around family and, and really capturing those memories and family with a broad sense. It could Mm -hmm. be a neighbor, it could be a relative, but I remember growing up and just, I could listen to stories from grandma, whether it was 
um, my Nye or my Lola because they could remember something so vividly. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. Nye used to have a little a mart where she would sell some kind of goods, rice and different mm-hmm. things just right in front of, of their house. But she remembered the neighbor which she loaned rice to like 75 years ago. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing to hear that just to be connected yeah. to to people in that way and and even for me, like one of the things I like to do now is I, I do like to capture things on video and just the memory of it right. because the the feeling that you have when you're around family and the love and, and just the memories. Right. I actually did some videos when, when she was uh, with us not too long yeah. ago and I feel like those are like the most popular ones because it was like <laughs> Nye just had such a, a, a large personality, yeah. but she was game for anything. Yeah. So like you said, your grandma would prepare a dish if someone liked it. I feel like I've seen my, my Nye do that yeah. and say, or, yeah. or certain holidays, she'll kind of, even up to the last minute, I remember even New Year's, she's still dropping in our, our dumplings in the water with like the <laughs> clock is moving to 12 and we're getting ready to run around the house and celebrate. <laughs> Just having that, that family and, and wanting to give. Yeah. I think right. that's like a, a common theme, grandmas. Yeah. It seems like they had like an endless heart. Yes. And right. even if they were tired, like even for me remembering, I don't know if I would really know that they were tired. Right. My, my Lola would get up four in the morning and spend her quiet time and in prayer. Mm -hmm, And then mm -hmm. I I just always remembered her being awake. Like, do grandmas get tired? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's something that I I think I've definitely uh, carried on. And then going back to my grandmas being resourceful. Yeah. I try to think about that and not just be too quick to make a decision, but is there something else that I can do? How do I make it more efficient? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to think think like that with some distractions in our fast-paced environment, but sometimes that resourcefulness came because they had to. That's all they had. Yeah. So I try to I try to keep that top of mind when I plan or things that we do around the house and just having that mindset to not waste. Right. All right. Let's do One more question, if you're up for it. I'm up for it. I got time. Okay. Something (laughs) you would like to pick up that your grandma, that your grandmas may have done. That's that's another one of those like (laughs) they gave me a long list. It could be be, be things to shoot for, you know. But I, I, one thing that comes to mind is determination. What they had to have had being women of color being women mm. um just what they would what they i know that they encountered you know some from things that uh you know from stories that i've heard but just you know common sense will tell you that there's a lot that they had to overcome yeah a lot of things that could have been an excuse not to push forward not to succeed not to be kind to people not to reach out to people but i i don't ever remember a bitter word from either one of them. And that I would say to be determined to be good to people, as I was saying, you know, that's something I witnessed both of them doing. Be determined to not let life circumstance hold you back. It's amazing how people can go through similar situations, but can wind up in completely different places. And I believe a lot of that has to do with how determined you are to get to where you're trying yes. to go. And that is, it, if if I was just going to pick one thing 
I could emulate that to have that kind of drive, that kind of determination that pushes forward even in the midst of adverse you know conditions mm. and not to say that everything was you know that it was uh, like every day was a struggle for them they're not going to that extreme but you know i do remember some things that you know that they shared that you know was a, i mean think about the years that they would have grown sure. up in you know think of what happened in the in the f- 40s and uh, in the 50s go go decade by decade and look at what was going on in the yes. world and so they they went through a lot but there had to be some kind of determination in the, in the both of them again for them to not be you know angry yes. people I, I i have interacted with other people who you know were in the same age group and it was much different hearing them reflect back on things that have happened or what have you and they they were affected much differently i mean ultimately yes. and so that's something that if if i can if i can do that if i can maintain a good attitude through yes. those type of situations. I think I'd really, I'd really be accomplishing something if I just emulate, you know, what they did in, along the lines of being determined. I, I think that's like I could, I could stop there. And it, like I said, there's other things I could go on, but <laughs> just that, that one would be important yes. enough. You know, I think I'd go pretty far in life with that. That's great. I'm learning. I'm yeah. learning from your grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue to learn. <laughs> yeah. I would say one thing that I want to do, and I really believe it's like a lifelong journey, is all my grandmas were very active, not just like physically active, but always doing something. Like I talked about, it seemed like they always had energy to do that one more thing. But I think maybe it ties into what you were saying about determination. When when they faced the opposite of end of what they faced, Growing up in the Philippines, some of the trials, the yeah, war, right. maybe not having a lot at one point in their life. I mean, for the most part, all of them were, were pretty active up until the, the end of their lives. Right. You know, working, doing things, just uh, being around family, cooking. Yeah. I think all my grandma's just cooking and, and, and making sure that they, they have those relationships and, and surrounding themselves with people and imparting. Yes. Um, so just having that, that mindset. And it seems like the busier that we get, that our world gets around us, kind of coupling your determination with yeah. with continuing to move. Yeah. And the things that you do, do it with high quality. Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, even the way that my nye would fold a shirt, yeah. it was like you didn't want to unfold it. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like, well, if it's in a bin and no one sees it, right, whereas right. It, it's just a principle that that's who they are. In, and they've developed integrity. it over time. Integrity, yeah. So I think that's something that I'm continuing to learn. And, and also, and I, I heard you talk about this before, to be imparting it to the next generation, yeah. to the people around us, people who aren't blood related, but in our family. Yeah, yes. Um, nonetheless. That's a, that's another one I could definitely, I could, I could talk about that ad nauseum, how much uh, both of my grandmothers, my grandparents in general, they, you can, you can see by how my parents turned out, Yes, you know, and my aunts, you know, and my my uncle on my mom's side, there were certain principles that they just, they just stood on those principles and they taught them to their children and they passed those things on to Mm. us, Mm. you know, just even, uh, you know, about being a gentleman, 
or you know being uh, mindful of how you conduct yourself in public and and yes. when you're in someone else's house and uh, you know not overstepping your boundaries and those are things that I know it started with that generation with you know not just grandmothers but grandparents in general yeah definitely the feeling the weight of responsibility to point the next generation in the right direction yes um, that's something that can say that I um, have done that to some extent but it's something that I want to continue to do and to sure. do better you know thinking of how you know two generations before what they have poured into to the generations that came after them that's something that I always want to do for those that come after me yes powerful yeah I am so glad this was like the uh, abridged version because yeah. it's just such a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And maybe in the future, if there are other outlets, yeah. a blog, other things, I'm sure we could share more. I could, oh. I could, I could spend the whole broadcast on just one grandmother, yes, um, then another, and then just one grandfather, and just the other. You never I mean, know. it could, it could, yeah. It, it's as long as the lessons are there and. And this is something that I think back on JB podcast, right? It's about experiences. It's yeah. about lessons learned. And yeah. I'm just so excited that it's branching out. Yeah. And um, even to hear some comments from some of the listeners, they really enjoyed the last episode you had. And even I've listened to it a couple of times and <laughs> laughed. So I know our time together has come to an end, but thank you so much for being on lessons from grandma episode happy to be here again and i can't maybe we'll see you hear from you again in the did future. you say maybe i thought i thought no, this was i'm gonna see, i'm gonna book deal. you no 2022 hmm. we're still up it's it's still early in the year okay all right <laughs> all right and for all of you out there thank you for tuning in today and until next time 